0: Get your head in the game what is going on everybody this is the ball up top podcast we're a day late for april the 13th i'm your host mike um first things first i'm gonna wish my father-in-law and my father both happy birthdays it's their birthday today so wanted to get that out make sure i get that out there i Hear background noise. I apologize because I'm driving. So, today's show originally, I was going to do another review of winning time, which I'm going to push till Thursday. Um, I got asked a question actually by a couple different people to talk about the Lakers and the offseason and how all of that worked and the season. And now, so this is my last Laker conversation until the offseason because they're not playing, and I'm, I'm not entertaining this idea that perpetuates them being in the news when, in all honesty, they're not a good team. So let, let's start with the beginning of the season. I, along with other people, expected more out of the Lakers, but I also thought that they were going to play to their strengths. And I said, if they didn't play to their strengths, stuff like this could, could get ugly. Like, this could be the outcome. So what does that mean? Playing to their strengths would be LeBron playing off the ball so that Westbrook can can control the tempo. People like dislike Westbrook. I get it. But Westbrook is a one-trick pony. His game is perpetuated off of him controlling the tempo of games. And... When you have LeBron, who's doing a lot of that controlling, well, Westbrook is going to fail. That was the first issue. The second issue was their age. Like LeBron talked about, keep that energy. They were old. And old didn't mean offense. Old meant defense. They just didn't play any. Now, a lot of people were like and then you'll say, well LeBron you know he wasn't playing defense now because he wasn't and they well, he needed him for offense. Well not really. if you look at the clippers the Clippers had no all-stars for most of the season and yet they found a way to play 500 ball because they played defense. So this idea that this team needed Braun to be this for them to win games is, is kind of ridiculous. But in my opinion what they needed LeBron to do was take a back seat to Anthony Davis and Westbrook and pick his spots in which he was going to take over games That's I mean that's what I felt and I keep hearing all these people talking about well it's not LeBron's fault like look the team was 500 with a LeBron, under, below 500 when LeBron played. So let's not act like they were all of a sudden winning when he was out there. It was a bad team. Um, Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel is a defensive-minded coach. They were a bad defense. Um, I do understand the firing, even though, as Vogel said, they asked him when they were winning games at the end of the season why they were winning. He was like, well, we're finally playing defense. So he even he knew like we can't win this way. Um, but how he got fired was bad. There is no reason he should have been. Well, first of all, they were they made him the scapegoat, which is fine because that happens to coaches all the time. But he they should have he should have known he was being fired before the world knew before Woj and the ESPN. Knew. And I don't blame Woj, because Woj is just doing his job. And Woj got his information from Laker insiders, and that's who I blame. Because if they wouldn't have opened their mouth, he would have been, Vogel would have found out first, which is what should have happened. Um, Anthony Davis' injuries, and a lot of people are saying, oh, well, if they hadn't been injured, but a lot of teams dealt with injuries. I mentioned the Clippers earlier, no Kawhi Leonard all game, all year and had Paul George for 30 games. I don't want to hear about injuries. Every team deals with them. And that's why I didn't want to hear it last year when for the Bucks finals run. Every team deals with injuries, get over it. This is why you have a roster of 15 guys. And this is why being top heavy is dangerous because if you're top heavy and especially if you're old and top heavy, you're gonna create a situation where you don't have anything to fill the to fill those spots. So overall, yeah, like it's just it was a bad, bad. This is the worst, and I'm a long time Laker fan. I was a long time Laker fan. This is the worst team per talent that I'd ever seen. Ever. Not just Lakers. Ever, I remember watching the the Shaq, Kobe, Karl Malone, Gary Payton Lakers, which didn't have much so they made the finals. I remember watching the Shaq, Dwight Howard, Pal Gasol, Steve Nash Lakers, which Kobe had to put on his back to make the playoffs. Like this team had more talent and more Hall of Famers than both of those teams and yet could not find a way to play 500 basketball. They couldn't find a way to play less than 500 and still make the play-in tournament. It's 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 bad. Um, and the thing is, is the, but I, as I criticize them for fi- uh, the the firing of Frank Vogel. I do think that that's the only move they could make. Even though I think Vogel's taking blame for stuff that's not necessarily on him. Coaches' heads are on coaches. There's a saying: the coaches are hired to be fired. And, and that's there's some truth to that. And I don't think they're going to be able to move Westbrook without giving up more than, than they want to with draft picks. Or it's more than they should. I don't think they should be trading draft picks because the cupboards are pretty much bare. They just lost this pick. I believe it's going to go to Memphis. And it's a lottery pick. Um, Anthony Davis... I, I, I don't know. Do you trade him? I mean, he can't stay healthy, so I don't know what the market is for him. He's an elite talent. Um, you trade Braun? I mean, I guess. I mean, you could. I don't think you do. I think you're stuck with the big three. So the question then becomes, what do you put around them? People talk about spending that mid-level exception on Malik Monk, which is not bad. But what is like that you're still bringing back the same roster at this point like you need to consider not bringing any of the bench players back but Malik Monk has played well it's not a bad way to go but this is why i think the the coaching move needed to be made because you're going to need a coach who is going to utilize these players differently now the question is are they going to have a coach It's gonna tell Bron. You know what? I need you to be off the ball so that Russell Westbrook can be effective. Are are they gonna do that? I I don't know. I mean, and I mean, Bron at this stage of his career, like, is he that guy? I I mean, granted, he can score thirty points a game, but is he that guy? Because they're not winning games. Him scoring thirty points. Um, There is friction in Lakerland. The story is going around that uh, Brian or AD, one or both, said that they they talked to Vogel about let Russ be Russ, and Russell's like, let's be honest, like that didn't happen, which is interesting. Um, On one hand, like, Russ had a bad season, and by saying let's be honest, he's kind of indirectly blaming other guys, but them saying let Russ be Russ is kind of blaming Vogel. I don't know. But the fact that they're not on the same page is actually good, because if they were on the same page and they were just losing, then the, my concern would be greater for a turnaround, because I don't believe that they would I believe they were just content with losing. Like, they, they need to be blaming each other. They need to sit there and say, like, look, this is not good enough. So, what the Lakers need to do this offseason? Oh, my. The Lakers are going to have to do the same thing they did last offseason, but they need to get out early and be aggressive with it. Because all they have is their mid-level and the veteran minimums. That's what they got. So, they need to be aggressive with it. They need to push. I think they need to, they do need a new coach. They need to change how their offense is played. And they need to put some effort on defense. Now, the effort on defense, I think, will greatly increase if Anthony Davis is playing. Because he's a great anchor. And it allows other people to take risks when you have a guy like that back there. But overall, like... What do I see in this future of this Laker team? Like, it it could be bad. Like, it could be bad because they don't have any money and they don't have any draft picks to fill out their roster. The problem this year was age. I mean, they brought in Stanley Johnson, who brought in some youth. They brought in Austin Reeves. Like, they brought in some guys who are nice little solid players, but you need, like, they're not starting caliber players, at least not at this point, so here we are, Um, the Lakers realistically, if you look at the last four years and, you know, why LeBron's been there, from Lakers standards, it's a failure, from NBA standards, it's it's a success. I mean they got a championship out of it. But missing the playoffs twice, getting eliminated in the first round once, and winning a championship, it's there's it's going to there's going to be a short leash next year when it comes to the Boobirds. Because they're paying three guys 140, 130 million dollars to win games. Three Hall of Famers, two former MVPs, one guy in his prime. The other two just slightly out. Um, people I've heard people say try to place blame. Everybody is to blame. Every last one of them is to blame. From the top to the bottom. And I know LeBron played great. I know he did. But he was also the leader. So everybody's to blame. And that's my last Laker conversation for the season. We'll wait to the offseason. The offseason, we'll see what happens at the draft, see if they can make any trades, see if they can add some picks, see if they can add some free agents. But for now, like my Laker conversation is done. Because we got playoff basketball going on, and I don't believe in talking about teams that were just bad. It's, it's like beating a dead horse at this point. But what are your thoughts? Um, check us out on you know on our YouTube page, uh, the Ad Ball Top Podcast. We got some stuff from the Final Four. We got our NF- NBA Top shop NFT show. We're going to start putting up uh, some other little special snippets. I got some stuff that um, I banked. So, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to, to making some things for you guys. Um, check out us out on Instagram, at Ball Up Top Podcast. Check us out on Twitter, at Ball Up Top Pod. Like, subscribe, follow, comment, all this stuff. And let's watch the... I'm, I'm thinking about doing a couple live streams for the playoffs. We'll see how that goes. Um... Been, it's been a wonderful basketball season. Um, coming up on the YouTube show, I think we're going to add to uh, the NBA NFT and do a uh, special edition of the uh, all NBA team and all defensive team, at least the ball up top edition. Lots of stuff in the pipeline. So, everybody, have a good night. Stay safe. We'll see you on Thursday. Peace. Get your head in the game.